Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Welcome back for another episode. Today, we're talking all about what you need to know to be successful at selling. Now, if you've heard some of the earlier episodes where I talk a lot about my journey, my unexpected journey into sales, so we'll link them up in the show notes below for you, my story, but also that I'm an introvert and I think introverts do really well at selling, but regardless of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, today I want to break down what you need to know in order to be as successful as possible in the world of sales. And if you are a business owner, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are an expert that needs to sell in your business in order to be able to help more people, to get more clients, and to make sure that you're making the impact and the income that you want, this episode is all for you. Now, there's a few things that I want to cover off today. And so we'll see how long this goes. But my intention is for this to be pretty straightforward and as jam-packed as possible without being, you know, without belaboring any of these points. The first thing that I want to share with you before we get into the main points, the main meat of this is that I want you to understand that your potential customers, your prospects, your leads, whatever you're calling folks that are engaging with you in a potential conversation to find out more about your products, your services, your programs, your courses, your things that you have for sale, that these people, your potential customers are just as nervous as you might be feeling right now. Now, I'm going to tell you as somebody who's been in the world of business and the world of sales, gosh, for well over, we're going on like almost four decades now, um, without really realizing that I've been exposed to sales my entire life because my parents were small business owners and entrepreneurs. And when I realized that, you know, sales is really just about a process. And if you've missed that episode, I want you to go and listen to episode number 10. We'll link it up below for you where I break down the the most critical parts of your sales process. I want you to know that your potential customer is coming to you because they have a need, because they have an interest, because they put up their hand to say, I think you might be able to help me or I'm looking for help. And I want you to understand that just like when we are asking for help, it can feel vulnerable. It can feel uncertain. It can feel a little bit scary and make you feel nervous. So as nervous as you might be, if this is your first time selling or your hundredth time selling or your thousandth time selling, I'm going to tell you that even every time I put out an offer, every time I invite people to work with me, I still get the butterflies in my stomach. And no matter how much of an expert that I am, I just want to encourage you that if you are a human being, that it's normal for you to be nervous. It's normal for you to be excited. It's normal for you to be all kinds of emotions because you are a human being having a human experience. And so is your potential customer. The client that is waiting for your help is also feeling, funny enough, a lot of the similar types of emotions that you might be facing. So don't be so... um, 
don't be so guarded about what it is that you're going through that it makes you almost impenetrable to the experience that your customers and your potential customers are facing as they have these conversations with you. Okay. So I want you to just take, you know, a really deep breath because hopefully you, you may have been holding your breath wondering like, Oh my gosh, am I missing something that I desperately need? And that's why the sales aren't happening. That's why it's not quite clicking for me. I hope that just with that first statement that I just shared with you, that your people are just as nervous, if not more nervous in having these conversations with you in making the decision to take that leap of faith in actually finding out more information about how you could serve them and how you can help them through your programs, your products, your services, the way that you uniquely are able to help them move forward. So with that being said, take a deep breath in, I'll let it all out because I want you to know that you have got this, like everything that you have inside of you is equipping you for what it is that you can do around this business and the skill set of sales, which is why you're listening to me right now, right? So with that being said, we've laid the foundation. I hope that helps to reframe something for you where you realize, wow, I never really thought of it that way because you've been so nervous that you don't even consider that the person that is sitting across from you, whether it's digitally or face-to-face, that they are just as nervous as you are just in a different way. So with that being said, let's dive into number one, the key factor that I believe that you need to know in order to be successful at selling. So everything that you need truly is inside of you already. Now, are there things knowledge-wise, wisdom-wise, experience-wise, skill-wise that you may need to learn? Absolutely. But do I believe that you can't learn it? No, not at all. Because here's the thing. If you are already listening to me, that tells me that you are taking a step forward. That tells me that you are already um, somebody who's interested in learning and is coachable and is looking to move forward in your life and your business and the areas that you feel like I need to learn these things. I need to improve. So to be frank, you're already showing me from your own like gusto, right? That you have what it takes to be able to do this. You just may be missing the specific skills, the specific knowledge, the language of sales that is going to empower you to do this with more confidence, with more clarity, with more ease, right? So everything that you truly need is already inside of you. Your humanness is actually the biggest selling feature that you have. And I'm going to tell you a story that will help you to understand how this is true. But I want you to know that no matter what it is that you sell, no matter how you sell it, that who you are and how you come across your energy and your intention is going to play out in everything that you do. So whether you sell using sales conversations or like over the phone, face to face at networking events, in person, selling from the stage uh, through your e-commerce store really anything, your Etsy, like it doesn't even matter what the platform is. The intention that you bring with that is coming from inside of you. And I know this is a little bit more woo-woo than I typically go on, but I want you to understand that there is, um, you know, sales is, is mostly mindset. And so if you are coming across with lack of confidence, with lack of clarity, with uncertainty, then because your potential customer is nervous already, that is not going to lead to a positive outcome because guess what happens when two nervous people are in a room together? Really, usually nothing happens because you're both kind of 
dancing around the topic or you're trying to figure out who's in charge and who's going to make the next move. And it just kind of fizzles out, right? It's just like when you go on a date with somebody that really isn't prepared to make, take the, the next step. So I want to share with you a story about how this really comes to life. When I was first in the world of sales inside of corporate finance, so it's non-traditional sales, it wasn't something that I was going you know, door-to-door selling uh, a car or even a house or really anything that was tangible. I was selling an intangible, um, an intangible product and service. And really, there was a lot of competition. I literally could look outside my window of my office and see a competitor selling the exact same finance product. Uh, across the street. And so what would make a client who has a need for that product, that service come in and now buy from me versus even my colleague that worked for the same company, but was sitting in the office right next to me? Well, it was me. And I, when I first started, really had to understand that that's essentially what people were buying. They were buying a, a portion of me. They were buying a relationship with me because in that particular role, I was building a relationship with clients. I would be actively managing their accounts and their services and providing them with a certain level of advice and advisorship and almost like a mini consultant in the role that I was in. Now, I didn't have the label of consultant, but I very much felt like a consultant and an advisor for some of the advice that I was providing to the clients that I was working with. And there came a point where one of my clients ended up saying like, oh my goodness, I have been able to save so much more more money, make so much more money, have my money grow simply because I really just love coming in and talking to you and learning from you and being able to see my money grow. And then they were incentivized to keep doing something that actually was quite painful for them. They really didn't enjoy the process of it, but because they had a relationship with me, because they felt like I understood them, that they could trust the advice that I was providing to them, they were much more willing to engage in what was a very painful process. Like the process itself didn't change, but the way that we maneuvered that, the way that I explained it to them, the way that I encouraged them and that we built this relationship in order to achieve their goals together, which is really what you're doing, especially if you're in the transformational space, this is your coaching, consulting, advisorship. This is your mentorship that you're working with clients within. Even if you're building an e-commerce store, and truthfully, you know, a lot of the, the advice that I provide isn't really geared towards more product-based businesses. But if you are looking at ways to be able to bring that human element to the conversations that you're having with clients and building your sales process in your e-commerce building, an e-commerce business that formulates and replicates that. I guarantee you that you're going to stand out, right? Because the clients that I've had that are heavy in the e-commerce product space, where they still maintain very personal relationships, and it feels like family when they're teaching how to use the products that they actually have and sell, their relationships with their client base, it goes wide and far. And there's no amount of advertising that they could do that actually could replicate the level of success that this number one thing that I wanted to share with you, which is your humanness, can can overtake. And so I know it sounds very basic and I know it sounds very simple, but usually the simple things are the things that we don't do as consistently simply because it almost feels too good to be true. It almost feels like 
surely it couldn't be this easy. Surely it couldn't be this simple. And so we try to make things more complicated. And I just want to encourage you today, as you're sitting here and thinking like, what do I need to know to be successful at selling? Be more of you. And maybe you're thinking, well, I don't know that I can actually monetize that. Yeah, you can. Have you, you know, have you heard about the Kardashians? <laughs> the Kardashians is a perfect example of a family that has completely taken the humanness of who each of them are, because they're all very different, and made a massive empire out of it. And then they've monetized different products and services off of that. But just if you look at their example of them being human beings, I mean, their reality show is all about this and they've sold themselves. And so I just want you to understand that no matter what it is that you're, um, you're, you're putting out in the universe, you're no different than Kim, Chloe, in terms of you being a human being. That unrealized potential is inside of you to just put out there and make sure that you capture that more and more and more, especially as you are engaging with your potential clients and customers, because that's really what they want from you. They want a relationship. They want to be loyal to not just a brand, not just a business, but to the, the face, the human behind everything, the heart of you, the heart of your business, the heart and soul of what it is that you're doing, right? So again, goes across the board. It doesn't matter if you're selling luxury goods, if you're selling complex items that have a long sales cycle, especially in those situations, you know, being more of you and really selling that relationship is going to make a huge difference. Um, that is your number one differentiator is you. Okay. The second piece that I want you to understand, what do you need to know to be successful at selling is that selling can't be a one-off. So in the online space in particular, we hear a lot about launches, like product launches, course launches, program launches, whatever it is that you're launching. And I use that in air quotes because I think sometimes we get so caught up in I'm preparing for launch that we actually don't really anticipate what it takes to launch. And, and then if it doesn't work, well, ugh. What do you do, right? What do you do? Because you've spent all of this time, you've, you've built up this runway that may or may not uh, have the level of success that you want. For me, what I want you to know in order to be successful at selling is that selling is something that you need to do all the time. It is one of your daily income generating activities. It's supposed to help you uh, create revenue. It's supposed to help you to get in front of more potential customers, your prospects, your leads, and people that are interested in your products and services. And if you only do it once in a blue moon, if you only do it once a quarter because you're prepping for a launch, yes, can you still be successful? Absolutely. But does it make it a lot harder? Does it create a lot more pressure on you as the business owner and your team, if you have one, to show the results that you need in order to continue to have a successful result? Absolutely. Right. And so I think it's much easier if you think of things as selling and serving are basically the same thing. You are constantly serving people. You're constantly helping people. And by extension of that, if one of your products, program services can meet somebody's needs today, that you're going to give people an opportunity to do so. Right. And when you do this, then people are going to be accustomed to you making offers. 
they're going to get used to you making invitations to join their programs or services. They're going to go, hey, if I ever have a need for something, then I know that you're going to make uh, something known to me that I'm going to be able to use. Maybe it's not appropriate right now. It's totally fine because people are going to be at different points in the buyer's journey. And that's something that we dig into inside of Sales Mastery Society within that program. But I want you to know that if you don't ask often enough, that you're going to see that reflected in your results. And the number one question that I always ask clients and people who are coming to ask me for help is when was the last time that you put out an offer? When was the last time that you actually invited people to work with you? When was the last time that you actually felt like you were formally selling, right? You, you actually were trying to generate some sales. And if it was longer than a week ago, I'm going to tell you that just by doing this one thing, you're going to immediately see an increase in your results, not only in the number of people that are interested in engaging with you for your products and services, but ultimately the number of people that will end up buying from you. And that that is a guarantee. I can tell you that if you just start to front end load and you start talking more about how you can serve people at the same time that you're giving them offers that would serve that need, that you're going to automatically see more people engaging with you in a way that's going to be helpful for not only them, but also for yourself, right? So you do not have to feel like, oh my gosh, I have to flip a switch and now I'm in sales mode. You should be in sales mode all the time because for me, sale, sales and selling is all about serving and doing right by your customer. And if you leave your customer in pain with unresolved issues, with problems that you can solve, but you're not actively helping them to solve them, then that is a problem. That is, you know, that is a big no-no and it's going to lead to frustration. It's going to lead to overwhelm. It's going to lead to a lot of pressure for you to get these launches going and making sure that within a short period of time that you're making a heck of a lot more money than maybe you're equipped to support and maybe that you all have the systems in place for. So if you don't do this, right, there is not a specific season for selling. Your selling season is all year round. Now, I don't want you to now cringe at me and say, oh my gosh, like that just sounds exhausting. No, what I want you to think about is if you're putting out content on social media, are you inviting people to take the next step? And maybe the next step isn't to join your programs and services right away, but maybe it could be, right? Depending on how long people have been following you. It could be as simple as like, I'll give you an example right now. If you've been watching or listening or following along with my content, especially here on the podcast for Master the Sales Game, I would love for you to share this with somebody that you believe that this could help them with. Right. So that, in essence, is a little bit of a pitch. And I've said it in such a way that it helps you. It helps me. Right. It will allow you to help somebody who needs the advice. It also helps us to get this content and help more people. And if you love what you're hearing, I would love for you to leave us an honest review with your feedback. Uh, leave us a rating because, again, it helps the algorithms out there, wherever you're listening from, to be able to push this up in the feed so that other people that you may or may not know can find us, can uh, get the help that they're looking for, and that we can continue to serve more people. So it could be as simple as that. It could be asking people to invite them onto your email list. It could be getting people to send you a message 
on a social media platform so you can engage in a conversation. So it doesn't always have to be a direct to sale, but it does need to be something where you, in essence, are guiding people through your sales process. Okay. So if you don't do this regularly, your sales pipeline is going to dry up. And just like any pipe, if there's not a constant flow coming in and it dries up, it's much harder to get that flow of water coming through a dry pipe. And your sales pipeline is going to be the same. And if right now you're nodding because you go, oh my gosh, I just realized this is what's happening for me or has happened in the past. It feels like you have to restart the engine. And this is often what ends up happening. If you could just do the activity every single day, what would happen in your business if you were able to see leads coming through every single day? If you had interested people going and raising up their hand and saying, I want more information. And if you had even just one person every single day, like clockwork, coming through your sales process and eventually leading into a buying customer, how much would that change your business? Instead of doing it sporadically, instead of doing it once a week, once a month, once a quarter, because I'm going to tell you that frequency in this case really makes a difference. And I hope that hearing this one here, you're automatically going to think, when was the last time that I made an offer? When was the last time that I engaged with somebody and allowed them to have an opportunity to have some sort of conversation with me? When was the last time that I actually connected with something that was meaningful to me and meaningful to my ideal clients so that we could create an opportunity to have and build relationship? Okay, because that's required in order to start seeing those conversions and people starting to become paying customers and clients. The third thing is I want you to be curious, and this is going to tie into um, uh, another piece here. So it's multi-layered. So being curious for me is about asking good questions. Sales is all about making decisions and helping people making decisions and showing your leadership and your guidance allows you to make sure that you ask the right questions because you're coming from a place of not trying to hound them or badger them or pressure them into a sale, but instead you're coming from a place of authenticity, of leadership, of curiosity. And when I'm curious, I ask questions, right? Because I want to find out more about you. So do you honestly feel curious about the people that you want to serve? Do you want to make sure that you're finding out more information about them? And if so, why aren't you asking questions? Why aren't you allowing yourself to be curious without having the pressure of, oh my gosh, these questions have to lead to a sale? No, they don't have to lead to a sale, but I guarantee you that if you keep asking questions of your ideal clients, that it would be really hard for you not to make a sale because the more that you find out about people and the more that they feel seen, heard, and understood, the more likely they are to either buy from you or recommend you to friends and family that need to buy from you. So either way, to me, this is a win-win. You're going to uh, be able to get clearer on your message and your positioning in the market that you are going to allow people to find out who you are and be authentic in your process, and that you're going to be better at the skill of selling, which is really about asking great questions that lead to an outcome, whether it's good or bad, yes or no, that's not really the point. The sales process is really about engaging people and allowing them to navigate on their own timeline to be able to move through each step and get closer to either identifying yes I am interested. Yes, I want to work with you or no. And you, as the business owner, want to find that out sooner rather than later so that you know 
what stage they're at and what your next step looks like in this, in this relationship and in this conversation. The fourth thing is I want you to be diligent. And for me, this is all about being persistent and not pushy. We have a whole episode about this um, that we'll link down below. So with this one here, your diligence is really about your follow-up. Like, are you actually engaging in meaningful dialogue and allowing people not just enough space, right? But also that you actually are continuing conversations where it makes sense. So this is not about following up with every single person all the time as frequently as possible. This There is an ebb and flow to this and there is an art meet science so that you're not badgering people and that it feels good for you. But at the same time, I think sometimes we put our foot off the gas pedal and we stop doing things simply because we feel like, oh my gosh, I, I just don't know if I'm overdoing it. If you come from a place of curiosity, if you allow your humanness to shine through, if you're serving people and you really want to help them as much as you possibly can by making sure that the offers or the opportunities may be a fit for them, then I don't believe that you can be overly diligent. I believe that people appreciate the intention by which you show up. And as a result, if you're coming from a place of servitude, of wanting the best for folks, of being in relationship that it doesn't really matter what's going to happen at the end. But I know that if you do this, the results will speak for themselves. And you're, you're going to start to see a shift and a transformation in the way that you show up, but also in the way that your results show up as well. The fifth part here is I want you to be needs focused, right? So remember again, that you are here to serve first right? For me, selling is part of the service model. And the more that you can serve people and you're actively engaged in helping them, that if they have a need for what it is that you offer, that you're going to give it to them, right? Because otherwise it would be cruel and unusual punishment for you to know that somebody is suffering with a problem that you help and you can solve and you're holding back. <laughs> that just seems so bizarre. But I, so many times we do that because we're not wanting to be pushy. We're not wanting to be aggressive. We're not wanting to be seen as sleazy and that traditional salesperson. And I want to reframe this right here, right now for all of us that because you are a human being on this earth, because you really want to do good, you have the desire to create impact, not just your income, then you understand that your business is the gateway that allows you to do this for other people, that if you just continue to focus on other people's needs and where it makes sense that you're going to offer the help that you can give them through your products and services that they have to pay for, that you are completely in congruence and aligned to who you are and what you want to do in the world. And the more that you can do this, the more that you can give your per yourself permission to keep doing this and be relentless in your pursuit to find the people that desperately need what it is that you're looking for or that you're able to give them, that you're not going to worry about the person that's not yet ready because they're not your assignment. And if they're not ready, that's totally okay. But there may come a day where they will be ready and your diligence in making sure that you're pursuing the relationship, not pursuing the sale, but pursuing the conversation, the connection, the relationship, the service of them, that that consistency of how you show up is going to make a world of difference when they are ready. Because mark my words, those folks, they will be ready. And if you have forgotten about them simply because you treated them like a walking billboard and a dollar bill, 
and that you forgot the humanness of them just as much as you forgot your own humanness, that that is going to take you off into a different territory. And I know that that's not you because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me. That's really not what I teach. And I know that if you've gotten to the end of this, that you really are taking hold of what I'm trying to teach you today, because I need you to understand that everything that you have inside of you, yes, sales is a skill. And this is what I work with my clients on so that you can sell, whether it's a $7, you know, ebook, or if it's a contract for $800,000 or luxury real estate for, you know, 2.5 million and everything in between that sales is sales. And that it really comes down to having a process that it amplifies the humanness of who you are, that it takes into account all of these things that we just discussed. So let's do a quick recap. And if you're looking for help and support, because this is something that you know you need to engage with more and do it with more frequency and do it with more conviction, commitment, and consistency with your confidence that you have I invite you to come and check us out inside my inner circle at salesmasterysociety.com, where you're going to find all the goods and get access to me to have my eyeballs, my ears on your business to help you uh, uncover where you're getting stuck. So number one, your humanness. Number two, be serving and selling, but don't wait for a season of selling. Do it all the time. Number three, be curious, ask good questions. Number four, be diligent and be persistent, not pushy. And number five, I want you to always seek to help the people that you're here to help and focus on their needs. Because when you do that, sky's the limit. Okay. And with that, I wish you all the best. I hope that you go out and make an offer to somebody that you can help right here, right now, because that's what this is all about. And I can't wait to celebrate your success and hear more about what you have going on. And if I can help you, please feel free to shoot me a message or come and join us inside of salesmasterysociety.com. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.